Activist Radio is on the air. You've tuned into the Mark Harrington Show. Sponsored by Created Equal. Time is running out for our nation. I beg of you, you need to stand against the evil that's plaguing our nation. If you don't like abortion, don't have one. The only thing that can be said to be objective truth is that there is no objective truth. Like, you kill a baby fetus the same thing as killing any old inanimate object. I would argue that we certainly are not all created equal. Mark is training a new generation of leaders. You, you, you young people, it's your movement now. It's not your parents anymore. The blood that is shed cries out to God from the ground for justice. And now, here's Mark. So it's a match made in hell. What am I talking about? The uh, presidential campaign's heating up. And Senator Joe Biden, who's the presidential nominee for the Democrat Party, has picked his running mate. And his running mate is none other than Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris, senator from California. And in my opinion, it's a match made in hell. Uh, And I'm going to make the case for that today here on the Mark Harrington Show with your radio activist, Mark Harrington. And folks, if you want to find out more about the program, you can go to markharrington.org. That's markharrington.org. You can also find us on Facebook. It's the Mark Harrington Show on Facebook. You can check us out on um, iTunes. Our Podbean, our podcast is on Podbean, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other social media platforms. And of course, you can check us out on YouTube as well. Uh, Additionally, we're also heard on Salem Radio Station here in Columbus, Ohio on WRFD AM 880. Uh, Every Saturday at 1.30 p.m., we go over the air on WRFD. So what are we talking about today? The match made in hell. Kamala Harris is the uh, VP pick for Joe Biden as we now head into the Democrat National Convention, which will be happening next week. And folks, just so you know, we're going to be there. Uh, We're taking a team. Actually, we're leaving today to head for the DNC in Milwaukee. And I ask for your prayers as we go up and witness uh, on the truth of abortion, as well as the gospel of Jesus Christ in the cities and the overpasses and in the air. We're going to be flying a tow banner over the city of Milwaukee for the next couple of days, uh, demonstrating that abortion is an act of violence that kills a baby. So if you would, please be uh, in prayer for us that we would reach our, uh, you know, the, the folks that we need to reach there in Milwaukee. So as I predicted several months ago, I don't know how long it was, maybe four or five months ago, I predicted that uh, Senator Kamala Harris would be the uh, VP pick for Joe Biden. And uh, why Why is that? Why, why did I predict that? Here's why. Number one, Joe Biden needed an attack dog, and that is Kamala Harris. That is definitely her. Uh, Joe Biden, you know, President Trump calls her Sleepy Joe. Sleepy Joe, right? Joe Biden, you know, has difficulty right now really trying to put you know, a couple of sentences together, actually. It's actually quite sad, in fact. I feel bad for the guy in, in many ways. 
but he's having a lot of trouble putting, you know, a, a coherent uh, sentence or two or idea together. And he's really not on his game as far as, uh, you know, energy, let's say. Low energy, Joe. Sleepy Joe, as President Trump calls him. So he, he needed an attack dog, and that is Senator Kamala Harris. That, that, is, that is her. Uh, that, that definitely is her. If you watched her during the, uh, the Kavanaugh hearings, you'll, uh, you'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, but she also has a whole lot of, uh, by the way, she doesn't bring anything electorally to the, to the table. I mean, she's from California, a deep blue state that Joe Biden's going to carry, no, no doubt. Uh, so there's no real demographic advantage in, in, uh, in, in bringing her on, on, on the ticket. She just brings energy. And of course, he said he was going to nominate a woman uh, and this time a woman of color, I guess. So but those are the probably the positive reasons why he brought her on board. Uh, but she has a lot of baggage as well. She doesn't she's not known to be very kind. She's kind of mean, <laughs> you know, angry, if you will. She's definitely rabidly pro-abortion. Uh, and anti-Catholic. And she's made some statements recently that have brought the ire of the Catholic Church and Catholics all across America. So the question is this. Now, the Biden-Harris ticket, is it something or is it, is it, are these, these people, these two individuals, uh, someone that we as Christians can vote for? Uh, that's the question before us today. As you're listening to the sound of my voice or you're watching us on social media, uh, I want to exhort you as Christians, if you claim the name of Jesus Christ, if you are saved by the blood of the Lamb, if you, are, if you walk with the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord, how can you support Joe Biden? Or for, 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 for that matter, how can you vote Democrat altogether? Uh, I'm going to make the case that you can't. You can't claim Christ and vote Democrat. You can't claim Christ as Savior and Lord and vote for Joe Biden or uh, Kamala Harris. You just can't do it. And here's why. Just two, two reasons, two main reasons. And that is, first of all, they're both rapidly pro-abortion. And the second is they support gay marriage and LGBTQ. Uh, Kamala Harris supports abortion till the moment of birth. Uh, she supports infanticide, in other words, allowing babies to die after a failed abortion. Uh, she's refused to protect born alive infants that survive abortions. Kamala Harris uh, vows to force Americans to pay for abortion with your federal tax dollars. Uh, she was on the other side of the uh, Little Sisters of the Poor, both of them felt that that was wrongly decided at the U.S. Supreme Court. And if put in office in the White House, they would come after pro-life organizations and force them to support abortions. Uh, she's a pump of Planned Parenthood. We saw that when she was the attorney general in California. Uh, she took $81,000 in campaign contribution from Planned Parenthood. The same Planned Parenthood that was caught harvesting baby parts for sale. Uh, this is the Kamala Harris. She's a, you know, she's in in bed, if you will, with Planned Parenthood. Uh, she also, when she was the Attorney General of California, she authorized the raid against David Delayden. Remember David Delayden from the Center for Medical Progress, 
who is an undercover, you know, uh, investigative journalist that uh, spilled the beans on the uh, Planned Parenthood uh, selling baby parts. Uh, she she uh, allowed for that raid on his house and began the prosecutions against David Daleiden. And finally, she's anti-Catholic in her comments uh, when she was in the confirmation hearings of President uh, Trump's nominee for the U.S. District Court in the District of Nebraska. He nominated Brian Boucher, I think it is, uh, and Harris basically asked him if it would be possible for him to serve on the bench if he were Catholic, because he was known to be part of the Knights of Columbus. Uh, and of course, she brought, uh, she got a lot of heat for that. So that's the positions of uh, Kamala Harris as the VP nominee for Joe Biden on the Democrat side. And what I'd like to do today, I'm going to make the case through, uh, through their words themselves, for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris, their words, not mine, as to why you cannot support them as president. Now, before we show these clips, let me make the typical disclaimer here uh, for the IRS if they're listening. You know, I'm 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 not supporting as as my position at, at Created Equals president. Created Equal doesn't support or uh, uh, oppose candidates for political office. We don't do that. Uh, we do educate on abortion. But uh, I'm speaking as myself. I am not going to be voting for Joe Biden. Probably goes without saying. And I will be voting for President Trump uh, this November. But all that's to say uh, that we as Created Equal are not taking a position on Joe Biden. We're just sharing the truth about him and leave it up to the voters to decide. But I will make the case that as a Christian, you can't vote for the man. Uh, for, on a personal level. So let's go ahead and play these clips. The first one is Joe Biden on abortion. Go ahead and play that clip. I accept my church's position on abortion as a, what we call de fide doctrine. Life begins at conception. That's the church's judgment. I accept it in my personal life. But I refuse to impose it on equally devout Christians and Muslims and Jews. And uh, I just refuse to impose that on others. I don't see. All right, go ahead and stop there. So here we go. He says he accepts the position of the Catholic Church, but on a personal level, he can't impose it on others. He can't impose it on others. You know, here, here's the thing. The question is, is abortion a moral wrong? If abortion is a moral wrong, if abortion decapitates, disembowels a preborn baby, then Joe Biden would have no problem if he if he believed that it was a moral wrong, then he would have no pr problem saying that we should be against it. Uh, do we take the same position when it comes to racism? Do we say, well, my the, my church's teaching says racism is wrong, but I can't impose my views on other Americans in my position as VP of the United States or a senator of the uh, in the in the U.S. Senate. Uh, what about sex trafficking? I'm sure the Catholic Church is against that, and I'm sure he believes that. Is he going to then say, well, personally, I can't impose that on other people? Uh, he says the church believes that life begins at conception, but Joe says he can't impose it on anybody else. 
this begs the question, if abortion is a moral wrong and if the unborn are persons at conception, then Joe Biden would have no trouble saying that he could impose that on other people because he's a lawmaker and we make laws based on our morality. Uh, and if someone's morality is, is going to be put into law. The question is, who's morality? And our faith animates our views on morality. It animates our views on politics. And so it should be no problem for Joe Biden to follow the teachings of the Catholic Church. This is just a cop out to the political left, to the pro-abortion advocates and those who fund his campaigns. All right, let's go to the second clip. This is Joe Biden on the Hyde Amendment. The Hyde Amendment is the amendment that was has been in place for decades that prohibits federal tax dollars to fund abortion. Go ahead and play that clip. The matter is that when, in fact, there is this enormous pressure and even threat to close down clinics that are available in the past for women who do not have the funds but are able to have them paid for privately, as we've been able to do, that was one thing. But we now see so many Republican governors denying health care to millions of the most poorest and most vulnerable Americans by refusing even Medicaid expansion. I can't justify leaving millions of women without access to the care they need and the ability to, to exercise their constitutionally protected right. If I believe health care is a right as I do, I can no longer support an amendment that makes that right dependent on someone's zip code. And there you go. And they all cheer for Joe Biden now that he's flip-flopped on the Hyde Amendment. Historically, Joe Biden has opposed the use of federal tax dollars to support abortion, to fund abortion, but now he's flipping on it. So the, the Democrat Party is no longer moderate, even though they really were never moderate on abortion. They used to take the position of, of, of Bill Clinton that it should be safe, legal, and rare. Remember that? Safe, legal, and rare. Well, it was never safe. It is legal in the sense that it's decriminalized, but it never was rare. And now the Democrat Party is on full steam ahead. Uh, to to advance abortion across America and force you to pay for it. And so the, the question is this, as a Christian, can you vote for a party that wants to use your tax dollars to support child killing? And the answer is no, you can't. You can't because the abortion is murder. It's the shedding of innocent blood. All right, let's move on. Kamala Harris, position on abortion, if you didn't know already, she's rabidly pro-abortion. Go ahead and play that clip. It's about their own body in consultation with their physician, with their God, with their priest, with their rabbi. But you know, when we look at a law like what's happening in Alabama and they're saying they're going to sentence a, a doctor to 99 years as a prosecutor, let me tell you. Go ahead and finish that up. I got a real problem with that. I have a real problem with that. With that at all, I think abortionists ought to be put in jail. Uh, Kamala Harris apparently does not believe that. Uh, she says that the government shouldn't have anything to do with telling you what to do with your own body. Uh, this doesn't have to do with a woman's body. It has to do with a separate, distinct, and unique body inside the mother's womb. Uh, again. The question is, are the unborn human and does abortion take their life? Uh, so Kamala Harris is rabidly 
pro-abortion. She's also anti-Catholic. And as I mentioned before, she grilled uh, this nominee that President Trump put up uh, to the U.S. District Court uh, in Nebraska, uh, Nebraska, Brian Boucher, I think it is uh, how you pronounce it, uh, because he was a member of the Knights of Columbus. I mean, God forbid that a guy that running for uh, the judgeship in the U.S. federal judge is is Catholic and a member of the Knights of Columbus. Somehow that's an extremist. You can't be Catholic. You can't be a member of the Knights of Columbus and, and hold a position on uh, in the federal courts, according to uh, Kamala Harris. All right, let's move on. Joe Biden is also uh, for a homosexual marriage. Uh, this is no mystery to many of us now, but uh, he was asked on Meet the Press many years ago about this. Go ahead and play that clip. Absolutely comfortable with the fact that men marrying men, women marrying women, and heterosexual men and women marrying men are entitled to the same exact rights, all the civil rights, all the civil liberties. And quite frankly, I don't see much of a distinction uh, beyond that. In a second term. All right. You can leave it there. So there's no distinction between male and female, Joe. Uh, I don't know about you, but these, these people call us science deniers. Remember that? They say, oh, because we don't believe in man-made climate change that we're, or man-made global warming, that we don't believe in science. Uh, these are the ones that don't believe in science. Uh, they don't believe life can be, begins at conception. They haven't figured that one out. But they can prove that man-made emissions by, uh, by civilization have, are causing climate change. They can figure that one out, but they can't figure out when life begins in the womb. I mean, go figure. And they can't figure out the difference between male and female, male and female. Uh, genetically, biologically. They can't figure that one out. He says there's no distinction. Now, I don't know about you, but it's pretty clear there is one. Uh, there is a distinction between male and female. And he is for strongly in support of homosexual marriage and the LGBTQ rights. Uh, so as a Christian, can you support a man like that that denies the fundamentals of the doctrines of the Christian faith? that we're made in the image of God, male and female, he created us. Joe Biden, even though he claims to be a Catholic and does goes through all the motions of being a Catholic, clearly does not follow what the Catholic Church believes. Uh, the other thing came out this week is that John Kasich, our former governor here in Ohio, is now announced that he is going to uh, present, he's going to speak, at the Democrat National Convention next week. Uh, John Kasich, you know, John Kasich years ago, I used to like John Kasich. I used to support John Kasich. John Kasich, I think, was a decent conservative Republican when he was in the House of Representatives and he ran the budget committee and he balanced the budget. And some of the things he did here as governor in Ohio were a good thing. But John Kasich has fallen off the wagon in the last uh, year or two, uh, especially with the nomination of President Trump. Uh, he was opposed President Trump early on, and now I think he's just a sore loser, maybe, uh, with President Trump. And that's why he's like trying to get back at him. So let's go ahead and play this clip. This is, this is John Kasich on CNN explaining why he is going to support Joe Biden for president. Go ahead and play that first clip. 
Donald Trump. Um, you wrote in another Republican, John McCain, for president, um, which is a far cry from actually supporting the Democratic candidate uh, for president, right? You are anti-Trump, but you were not, not taking that extra step. What changed? Conscience, Aaron. I've, you know, the reason I didn't support Trump the last time is I was afraid that he would be a divider and not a unifier. And our best leaders historically have been unifiers, uh, Republicans and Democrats. But unfortunately, as I've watched him over the last three and a half years now, he's continued to do that. And I don't think the country does well when we're divided. And so I had to search my conscience. When the Democrats asked me to speak, I had to think about it. And I believe we need a new direction. We just can't keep going the way that we're going because I know historically, I served in the Congress, I was governor. What I've known is that when people work together, remarkable and good things can happen. But when we constantly are divided, when we can't work together, you know, we can see what's happening when we look at Washington even today. So it was necessary to do this. All right. So there you go. John McCain. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> Boy, that's a Freudian slip because John McCain's almost the same as John Kasich. But anyway, John Kasich saying that he's going to support Joe Biden. He's going to speak at the Democrat National Convention next week. Uh, he said he threw his support behind behind John McCain for president. John McCain wasn't on the ballot, uh, John Kasich. Uh, president Trump was. Uh, you threw away your vote. Uh, you got beat in the primary. You didn't like that. In fact, you held on until you could just win Ohio. I don't know what that was all about. Uh, John Kasich is a self-promoter. He, he loves the platform, I think, now. He enjoys it. And he talked about the nation being divided by President Trump. Let, let, here's the thing. We were divided well before President Trump came on the scene. I mean, President Obama had eight years. He didn't unite the country. He divided it worse. We are a divided nation, not because of President Trump. We are just a divided nation over a lot of important issues right now, which I think are worth dividing on in some cases. When it comes to abortion, we need to be divided on. I'd love to win it right now. I'd love to have a consensus that abortion is an act of violence. It ought to be against the law. But right now we're divided over it. His view of not being divided is we need to cave in to the left. That's his view, basically. He wants a nation that's not divided on these important issues because he wants conservatives and Republicans and Christians, pro-lifers, to cave in to the left because that's what John McCain's doing. That's what he's doing. The nation's not united, John, because it's divided over these core issues. And bringing people together is one side's going to have to win over the other. Either the left wins or the right wins. Either the conservatives wins or liberal wins. Uh, it, we're just not going to throw in with the left just to be uh, to get along. And he said gr the greatest leaders are not dividers; they're unifiers. That's not necessarily true. Uh, if you think about Ronald Reagan in his years, uh, the nation wasn't divided like it is today. There was a consensus about a lot of issues that there isn't today. Uh, I, I think of Winston Churchill, for one. Uh, he led the nation into war. The nation was very, very divided. Britain was very divided about whether they should go into war, but, but Winston Churchill took them into war irrespective of public opinion. Uh, real leaders lead. They lead based on their conscience and the morality, irrespective of the polls, irrespective, irrespective of whether 
the nation is unified on an issue or not. And the idea that Joe Biden is a man of faith and that John McCain thinks he's a man of faith, uh, I don't see how you can say that based on the fact that he supports abortion on demand, paid for by your tax dollars, uh, and he supports gay marriage and LGBT rights. Uh, also, he had his chance. He was in office for four or for eight years under the Obama administration to unify the country, and he didn't succeed at that. So for, these are all the reasons I think, as a Christian, as a Catholic or Christian, you cannot vote for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris uh, to to sit in the White House in 2021. So you've been listening to your radio activist here on the Mark Harrington Show. Make sure that you check us out on YouTube. Uh, check out our podcasts on uh, Podbeam and Google Podcasts and iTunes and Spotify. You can also check us out on our YouTube page on Created Equal. And, of course, listen to us live on, uh, on WRFD Salem Radio here in Columbus and throughout Ohio on AM 880 WRFD. Pray for us as we head out to the Democrat National Convention this week to witness on the truth about abortion and the gospel of Jesus Christ. We'll see you next time. God bless you. God bless America. And remember America to bless God. You've been listening to Mark Harrington, your radio activist. For more information on how to become a witness against the evil, evil. plague in America, call Created Equal at 614-269-7808. That's 614-269-7808. Or go online to createdequal.net. Createdequal.net. Be sure to tune to the Mark Harrington Show next time for your marching orders in the culture war.